Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. I want to chat for a few minutes about the reopening of uh, schools uh, for children with uh, special needs. And we have the principal of Midwest School for the Deaf, based here in Limerick, of course, Maria Allen on the line. Hi, Maria. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good. So uh, I know the last time we were chatting about this, you had significant doubts about reopening your school and schools like yours. Yeah. How are you feeling about it now? Um. Yeah. Take three, Joe. So hopefully this <laughs> Take works. Three, yeah. yeah, really. Like you know, it's, we're just fingers crossed for third time lucky. Honest to God. Um, the announcement was made the other night, and like you all, we heard it at the same time. And we you heard it on the news as well, even though you're a principal oh, of a yeah. relevant school. Oh, but Joe, this is the way it always works. You see, people assume that we would know what's going on before everybody else. So we get it at the same time. And then, of course, everybody is looking for information from us. And I have to tell the parents, I'm sorry, I don't know any more than you do. Um, At that time, um, the INTO and FORSA released statements to both of their members and um, both their teams of members. And they had very different things on it. Like, for example, the SNAs have been told that they're moving up on the vaccination list. There's no clarity on that for teachers. Um, we've, we were told by the INTO that documents would be released by the department yesterday so that we would be able to prepare for going back next Thursday and we still haven't got those guidelines. I just checked my email before I came on air and those guidelines still haven't been sent out to schools. The INTO have seen the documents and they've told us that there is um, robust risk mitigation measures in it. We don't know how different they will be or what it will be. Um, arrangements for staff then, you know, we, we need to bring in the students 50-50. So half of them will be in Thursday, the other half will be in Friday. And that's the logistics of that, as you can imagine, are crazy because we've got to plan for those coming in on a particular bus yeah. and then where those seven kids go and what classes they're in. And, and then I, I just understand, it. will it be 50-50 one day after another for that's, an that's extended what period? Recommended. That's until mainstream schools are all back and that the full movement of population is of, of the school population so, so is allowed. So it, it's schools like yours first, then yeah. it's a special needs classes in special mainstream classes. schools, yeah. then they're suggesting maybe primary schools and whatever they'll do with leaving certs. Yeah. And, and yeah. it looks like, based on newspaper reports, it'll be the end of March before everyone, before everyone technically is back. Is back. Yeah. So to some extent, what you're doing is very important, of course, but oh, you're also God, a bit yeah. of a test case for it, are oh, you? Sure. Completely, but we were a test case in July as well when we did summer provision. And, you know, I understand we have to get the the children with special education needs back, you know, and it is very hard on those students and not everyone is doing very, very well remotely. We're lucky our students, the majority of them, are able to log on and do face-to-face with sign language and all of that, so we're very lucky with that. But um, I do understand that there are parents out there whose children aren't able to do that, so there is a lot of need out there. But saying that, the incident rate has come down a lot, even from when I was speaking to you the last day. And I just looked up there um, this morning, the incident rate up to the 1st of February. From children not to 18 years of age, there were 2,475 cases in the last two weeks, up to the 1st of February. So that's a lot of children, school-going age, you know, and out of those, 53 were hospitalised. Nice. So, And that compares to phase one, it was 7,871, you know, when we were due to come back um, on the 11th of January. So the numbers are dropping, but that's while kids are out of school. So when we do go back and see movement, and, and again, they're without close contacts.
Okay, so, we have to so say that, you know. it's Wednesday, it's tomorrow week. That tomorrow you're, week. You're back, so so yeah. you're, you're grappling with it, really, but you're oh, still a bit sure. in the dark. Oh, we're very much in the dark, as proposed to the new guidelines. Yeah, we're very much in the dark. We haven't got them yet. We've got assurance from the INTO that they have said that um, there will be school-based testing reports to inform them our understanding of the transmission rates in the schools in the interim period, which is something that we've looked for all the time. And we've looked for a guarantee that close contacts in the schools will be tested as well, you know, and not just the small little bubble or the pod, which which was the case. And they're saying now that they will do batch testing in schools so that all the results will come back together to the principal and let them know what's going on exactly. And Maria, can I ask the obvious question? You know, as principal of the Midwest School for the Deaf here in Limerick, due to come back tomorrow week, are you convinced that you will be back tomorrow week and so will other schools for children with special needs? You know, Joe, I'd say, like, we have to be at this stage because it is third to third time and all the unions have agreed on it this time. Um, So I don't think that we'll have a choice and we, we will be back at, at 50% capacity. And that is 50% capacity on the buses. They've also given an assurances that they will offer parents um, the funding to transport the children in if they don't want to send them on the buses. So, you know, they, they are doing what they can, but we don't know. We haven't got the guidelines, so we just can't say yet if they have actually gone far enough this time, we cannot say because we haven't seen them. Um, Like, you know, we've gone now and we've ordered those KN95 masks for our staff and we've ordered very specialised clear masks. And, like, those those individual clear masks are €20 each Mm -hmm. and we have to order two of them because they can only be used for three hours at a time. And, you know, we've taken that financial hit without confirmation that we can go ahead and do it, but our board of management have just said, look, we need to, because we need to be protecting the kids and the student and the staff, and we also need to ensure that, you know, we've got the communication right with those clear masks. Well, I think parents uh, will be very interested to see how you get on, so we'll definitely check in with you maybe a couple of weeks after, because obviously other schools will be dependent on what happens in in places uh, like uh, like yours, Maria. Um, So the very best of luck to you and the staff, and obviously the children uh, with it uh, next week, and fingers crossed for it. That is the principal of the Midwest School for the Deaf, based here, of course, in Limerick, Marie Allen. Call Limerick today now on 461995.